<laughs> so, we have Bruce live in the locker room in Tallahassee celebrating on the field with the Florida State. Twenty-seven straight points for for Clemson tonight. You, like you said, you can't. You're not going to win games like that. You, it, it can't happen. And, and I don't know why. Like we were able to run the ball so well in the first half, to, especially to the left side, and then all of a sudden we started to abandon it. And like I said, it, there is something inconsistent. How are they going to approach this game? How are they going to beat this Florida State team? Well, we're going to break you guys. Um, and, and okay, I, that's it. The show is over. In, 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 in the story, we're going to break you guys. Look, and, and I, I'm joking, but it's true. Lord, the climb, the climb continues, baby. Oh okay. my god! I am sweating. I am... Look, look at my heart. Look, uh, look, 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 look. You know what? Yeah, I, I said his his roommate, his roommate was drafted in the NFL. He's a very famous football player. I'm not gonna name him. Oh, I, I remember his name, Jack Lambert. You ever heard of Jack Lambert with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Okay, okay, Jack Lambert with the Pittsburgh. His roommate in college helped negotiate his deal when he was drafted. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of Seminole Sideline 365. Thanks for tuning in. We are on Commitment Watch right now. We will be pulling up the screen. We have it. I have it on the side screen here. We will be pulling that up. Uh, as uh, as they go live, as you know, these things. Uh, your boy Newberg is live right now. He's doing his thing, so we're not gonna steal any thunder from him. But as you know, these announcements take some time, so we'll be going live there as soon as they start making the announcements. This thing could go on for an hour, as most of you guys know. So there's a lot of you know ceremony around these things, stuff like that. I think uh, Lester's ceremony took like an hour and a half. So um, we'll 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 go live. We'll go live to the announcement as it happens, as, uh, like I said, I got it on the side screen here. But until then, we want to talk about some fall camp updates. You know, camp kicked off last week, or the beginning of this week. There's been a lot of news coming out of there, so the old man's been watching that uh, feverishly. Uh, and we want to get your thoughts as uh, as what's going on there and, and see what you guys have. But before we get started in that, uh, old man, what are your thoughts on uh, on this announcement tonight and, and what it really means for Florida State? You know what my thoughts are on this whole week between realignment and commitments and five stars? I had to go out, get me some ibuprofen for headaches, tension, anxiety. And you know, these things have gone up. You've been shopping at Walmart lately, and then you throw in the cart Tums for that indigestion and that acid. You know, come on. I mean... Well, this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been doing. <laughs> this, okay. I, this, this is what this is what I use. I so I'm sipping on a little uh, <laughs> old granddad one one four. I said if you guys are looking for a good bottle of whiskey that's affordable and you want something you're uh, old fashioned as well, it's a very very nice thing to drink. So I got my Florida State Galas, hoping that we celebrate tonight. So hey, celebrate what do you think of my new cap? Why do you have? I've been alien? following the UFOs, buddy. There's something going on. We are not alone. 
we could have someday, we could have the first, you know, uh, five-star alien. Those guys are tall, they're lean, they're lanky. You know, I don't know if they run fast. Have you ever seen an alien movie where they actually run fast? No, they kind of stalk around. You know, E.T. now, he was a little guy. You know E.T. He was a little guy, but he was, he was cool. He was cool. He could probably play in the O-line there someplace. Okay, KG, K.J. Uh, Bolden. Yep. This is more meaningful. Uh, here's what I think. Uh, and you give me your prediction. Yeah. I think he's going to sign with Florida State. I, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Verbal commitment to Florida yeah, verbal, State. Verbal commitment. You know to why? State. You know why? Because of our defensive backs coach, Patrick Sertan. Patrick Sertan spent years in the league at a very high level of play. Now everybody says, "Wow, he's you know, he's a Georgia boy." That's true. The yep. in-state does bring some pressure on any out-of-state teams. And they say, well, Kirby's smart. He played the position, too. He didn't play that position as the high level that uh, Patrick Sertan did. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Sertan has the most NFL experience of anybody on the Florida State coaching staff. And this kid wants to go. He's a five-star. This kid has all the potential to go to the next level. And I think he wants to play quicker than sit around on some national championship potential team. Yeah, it's all cool, but there's in-state pressure, which concerns me. I'm going with he commits to Florida State tonight. And here's the other reason. There are a number of reps up there from Florida State. I saw Cam Davis is up there, I believe, from the 24 class. You've mm -hmm. got, uh, uh, who's the... Uh, uh, the, the the head guru at a war chant. They're recruiting guys at Langston. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. He he's so. up there. So a number of guys have gone up there, and I think tonight we get our second five star DB. Uh, Char, I don't know why and say uh, if FC was one of his official visits. So uh, that that's a good question you got there. Oh, of, um, of, of course he's been to FSU. And Char, I I, I I totally agree with you that. And we brought this up, I think, last night or the other night on one of our shows that Florida State needs to bring some more dynamic, like, five-star playmakers on the defensive, especially the defensive backs. We we don't have the Jalen Ramseys, the Derwin Jameses. They haven't come through this program in quite a while. And, and to your point, Charles Lester is beginning of that. Bolden could be the beginning of that. Bringing back, if you want to become a national power, a national championship team, and not get steamrolled once you get there. You need to build back on the defensive line, defensive backs, middle uh, linebackers, and this could be this could start a trend. I think getting Lester last week was a great, a great. Uh, oh, oh, we got breaking news here. Is it up? Here we go. Oh God, makes him KJ selected. Is he switching hats? Is he switching hats? No, nope. he committed. Buford. They weren't even live on. They had to push. They weren't even. They, oh, he did like he did like mid, he did like midstream. He did like midstream for that. Oh, so on three didn't even Seminoles catch it live. Number one safety in America. No, looks like the Seminoles. There we go. Oh. There we go. There we go. There we go, brother. It is Florida State. See, look at the stream. It was just like it looks like the Seminoles. They don't have a great camera. Can you hear me? The Knowles. Let's listen in. Can you get celebrating it right now with his family, mom and dad on either side of him. 
That's a great win for Florida State. Great, great, big win for Florida State. Big win. KJ, can you hear us? Let's just watch a little bit of this celebration. Wow. KJ. His mother's telling us today. Newbert's got to let the kids celebrate for a second. Yeah, he just announced. He just announced. Oh, they didn't even. That was like seven minutes in. I know, dude. And they didn't even have it. They can't, like, they just had to cut to it because they just, he just picked up the hat. There was no, like. That was quick. That was quick. Number one safety in America. Number one safety in America. Number one safety in America. Now, let's remember, KB, and all our viewers, this is a verbal commitment. This is not a uh, grant of rights contract, okay, where he locks in. That will come potentially early signing date. Yeah, you're going to have to they, a, a kid of this caliber, just like you had to do with Hunter, you're going to have to battle till December for this kid. You're going to have to keep in contact, keep that relationship tight. But this is a great this is a great win for Let's see, let's see if we can hear this. Chad I think they're having some issues. Yeah, they're, they're having issues, too. Yeah, I'm here. Oh. Chad, what do you think of Florida State landing K.J. Bolden over Georgia, Auburn, Ohio State, and Alabama? Wow. Uh, they're, yeah, they're just going to their experts right now, so uh, I'll uh, okay. I'll put this down for now. But um, if they if they start interviewing him, I'll, I'll pull it back in. Um, but I think that's that's a huge win for Florida State. Huge Thank win you. for – these are two straight wins for Patrick Sertan now. That's yes. what big of an That's impact. Big. This guy is brand new to the staff, and right. he's just signed two huge prospects week after week. Now, and, and, and like you said, now he's got to keep these kids. He's got to keep them. But the ability for him to sign these two kids as a new coach on the uh, on the staff is ginormous. He, I mean, who's done that? Who's done that in the last? I, I, I don't know. Five years. Nobody. I, I don't. I, yeah. Nobody. This is. It shows you that Mike makes the right. I, I, you know, Mike can make find the right coaches for the staff, and, and he found Atkins, found Sertan. He he's kept some of the legacy guys like uh, you know Dugans and Odell, and people have their thoughts about that. But he knew he needed better DBs, and it looks like he found the right coach for it. Now development may be a different thing, but this guy can so far he can recruit his ass off because based on what we've seen the last well, couple well, of weeks. So. Well, let's, let's, let's make sure we understand why you can do that. This whole model of college football is shifting towards, and we've said this for months since we came on as a show, okay? And we're the new kids on the block. We're the new kid. Well, I'm kind of an old kid, but that's all right. NFL experience is immersing itself now into the college ranks. You never used to see too much of that. Yeah, you get some coaches, the old NFL guys that had to come back down and maybe finish out their careers. But now we're bringing in and we're and we're uh, raising new coaches that have played in the league. What do you think a kid wants to do? I want to get tutelage under the leadership of a guy that's been to the league. Now, Patrick Sertan was not a scout team player in the NFL. <laughs> no. This guy, he he earned his stars. He's legit. Yeah. Nobody on the FSU staff, and we have great coaches and great front office staff who all work their butts off to get these commitments, whether it's three stars or five stars. Yeah. But Patrick Sertan now, with two five stars in, as KB said, his resume looks really good. 
and I don't think he'll be done in the future because kids want to play under people that have been there and know what is expected. Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and Char, I, I think this I think this may bump Flores to a top four, maybe top three class right now, which once again is great momentum. I mean that's but it, it but it's still it's optics. It's real it's it, optics. It, but I, it's a great win altogether. Right. Yeah, we we, we got him. We bagged him. We uh, bagged great, him great, back. great, great win today. And the dad we got him. We got him. We, we <laughs> it was quick. It was Woo! a quick it was a quick selection, Woo! which I like the kid for doing that. He didn't drag this out. He Woo! got up on stage. Pick the hat, and he was done. It was a quick, quick, quick announcement. So I give him credit for that. I like him already. Yeah, yeah. Let's um, get the, look, we got the lights up. up. We got the party lights. Things are going on here, buddy. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Um, no, and I think it was. And, you know, and you were like I said, we were in a heavyweight battle. Georgia was the safest pick. You know, that yeah, is in a state, in state. A lot in of state. pressure to stay in state. And, that, and there's your uh, answer right there, Char, of where we're going to land in the ranking. So it looks like on three has us at number four class right now, right behind Florida and Ohio State. But once again, you just beat out Georgia, Ohio State for this kid, Alabama as well. You're in the right fight. You're That is the momentum you want. What, regardless if we got KJ or not, you were at the table to get him. And now now you're starting to close these, right? So it's, it's a mixture of both. You're at the table. You're starting to close a few of these kids now. You're mo- keeping that momentum. Now, this momentum only continues if you win these games during the regular season. If for some reason you struggle during the regular season, that's when some of this gets shaky. But this is a massive win for this staff. Massive momentum. And now this momentum is going to continue for you in, during the summer. You know, you know kickoff is, is a week from now. Um, and, and there you go. But you only have a week left. But this is huge momentum going the season because those other kids that may be on the edge of, you know, their their commitments to other places, these big time recruits. Well, you just took big two two big players off the board from other programs. And now, if you can get those in kids the recruit, same position, exactly in the same position. If you Lester was already recruiting for you, he was helping out with KJ. Now, if you can get KJ start recruiting for you, get some momentum going. You may be able to flip a, a few other kids, right? And if you get ten win season. I mean, this could be Mike Gravel's building class. This could be his class that catapults his program somewhere new, somewhere different. So, uh, I, I, there's, uh, you know, let me get some of these comments. Uh, okay. Let me get some of these comments in here. Um, Party in Tallahassee, absolutely, William. Absolutely, this is this is definitely, uh, it, you know, is some celebration time. Jeremiah Smith, Phil, you're definitely right. That would be one of those. Party right here. I don't know about okay. Tallahassee. You okay. got a party okay. going on here, brother. Uh, Phil, you're right. If we can flip Jeremiah Smith, uh, that would be a huge. And like you said, this is momentum we're talking about, right? You get two of these guys, and he's like, I'm going to join this. I want to join this class. This is a big class. So, Phil, you're you're right on there. Let's go. But there was a giveaway when Cam was reported to be there. Yeah, yeah that, that news that I Cam showed that. up. That, that You're totally right there. When Cam was there. Yep. But once again, you got great guys like Cam recruiting. You got you got the quarterback recruiting. You got Lester recruiting now. Now it's this this class that they've put together for 2024 is very tight. They're they're wanting to build into something special, which you love to see, and it, and it and it's getting contagious in terms of the momentum uh, of who they're trying to bring in here. Um, any chance he's also a pair for that offer or five star who wants to go? Jared, I think you were talking about. Uh, wait, any chance he's a. Uh, he also a pair for what other five star who wants to go where he does, uh, Donovan. I think you're saying well, like I mean, some other player. Yeah, pair him up yep. with somebody. That's a good question. I mean, 
I, I don't know his connection with Jeremiah Smith, but, um, you know, I, I think it's things like that. Five stars want to play with five stars, right? Five stars don't want to go play with three stars. They want to be on a team that they think they can develop and win championships with for the most part, right? So if you see a team that just signed two five stars, I'm going to go play with a loaded defensive back because I know I can shine in that defense. I'm yeah, not going to go play with a bunch of, you know, average players yeah. That's going to win six games, and you know I'm not going to be at the highest level. So I, I think high performers, you know, KB, yeah. high performers get very frustrated on teams that don't perform high. Yes. yes. Okay. They get they they because they know where they're going. This kid, like Lester kid, and every kid, I don't care if you're three star or whatever, and you're playing in the college ranks. Your goal, or a lot of them, want to get to the next level. Yep. That's what this college football has turned into now. Yep. And he, yes, winning a national championship is great. Winning a bowl game is great. Winning your conference championship is great. But the bottom line is development. Where do I go to work every day? That's what this is becoming. Yep. And it yep. may. It may down the road. They could be employees of a university. We don't know what's going to happen. But he wants to go to work for a boss that can teach him something. Yeah, and, I, and he picked her. He made the best choice. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, with uh, Sertan, like you said, uh, this is a great one. This is a great one. Mike Norvell is killing it, like you said. What's up, Null Nation? We big big night celebrate tonight. Uh, Charles says I have a pretty good feeling that we would choose us. How the heck is Florida number three in the recruiting right now? I don't, I don't know. And, and like I said, that's where you know you have a yeah, new coach. Weird. I, I mean, yeah. Which which goes against the trend of saying if you've got a chaotic dumpster fire why would kids sign there well but, we you know, and we talked about they've got they're a brand name so that helps it's a brand name you got that you still have some of that new you know new it's coach smell in state you know something some of that but like we talked about last night if florida goes in and they win four games a season that's all going to fall fall apart because those players they don't want to be a part guys. of a program that's falling you know six wins four wins if Florida doesn't show up this year, and, and it looks like they, they're going to have a tough road, those players, once again, Florida State's going to be in a good position. If they do their job on the field and keep this class together, they may be able to take some of those top players from that number three class at Florida. So, well, let, let's, let's face it, too. These kids are smart now. Yeah. Their parents are smart. They've got other consultants with them. A five-star yeah. is going to be loaded up with people giving him advice, including the Florida State coaching staff, to say, this is what our roster is going to look like in 2024. These are your odds of competing. There are no guarantees. No coach, no recruiter should ever make any guarantees. It's all open competition because you know what? That's what the next level is. Yeah. The next level up is full open competition. Cam McDonald found that out. He's already yeah. been cut from the Green Bay Packers. He was set loose and didn't even play in a preseason game so so it's very important that these kids understand that that their mentors and coaches are the ones who can get them to the next level if that's their desire and i and i yeah great great note there and i do just want to keep in mind like this uh, celebrate tonight but you know this kid uh, kj already has a visit on on the books to go visit auburn again during the georgia game in september so, like you said, and, and once again, both Georgia, we're in the we're in the play here. Auburn made a late push for him and made an impact with that new coaching staff that they have there. So, once again, 
you are going to have to maintain this relationship. It's going to have to, a full court press to keep a kid of this caliber right. because he's not shutting down his recruitment until right. until right. we're told elsewise right. he's not shutting down his recruitment. He's still going to take his visit, which a kid of his caliber should. You should keep your options open uh, for the best program. That's you know, okay. make sure you're making the right decision. Mm-hmm. But you are going to have to take care of your your stuff on the field as a, as a program, win your games, and also do the right thing. Coaches have to stay connected with these kids and not. Not let okay. these relationships die. Okay. Let's bring up. Let's bring up. No hugs and kisses now. I, you know, and, and some people like him, some don't. And I'm going to bring him up. I know you always twist your head around, Coach Prime. Okay, Coach. Oh God, Prime. why are we? Why are you bringing this up now? Because I'm bringing up a point. Just don't relax. Relax. Listen, Coach Prime. You can either like this guy or not like him. And I tweeted about this earlier today. He, t- he does tell it like it is. And he says, you know what? Whether it's TV, whether it's a player, whether anybody else, it's about chasing a bag. Chasing a bag. And uh, my point to you, KB, and the rest of our viewers That's- is, until this kid puts ink to paper in what? What's the early signing date? December? December, yeah. Des- December? Early December. Okay. Until he does that, you don't think some bags are going to be chasing him as well? Why do you think uh, Florida State wants to get out of the... uh... (laughs) No, but this is what you're... um, I'm I'm adding to your point is no coach from any of those major universities that were in the chase here are going to just hang up the phone because their head coaches won't allow it. They're recruiting now. If you didn't get the kid, eh, that's not good on use. You got to keep calling this kid and maybe hunting down some more bags of cash to throw his way. Because in ultimately, ultimately, the bennies of the job are going to count, and it could trump a verbal commitment. Yeah, we'll see. Well, and this is what Noble Sign Einstein. Imagine if we had SEC cash, how how much better we could recruit, and, and that that is definitely that is well, definitely one true. Of the to your point. Too, one of the things that came up. <laughs> Well, I don't know if he's already getting a raise, but he's definitely adding to his his short resume here. One of the things that came up, too, and it was bouncing around on Twitter like everything else does, uh, it was about, oh, FSU was going to offer him over a million dollars. It was two million. Two million. Uh, Yeah, two, three. You know, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Come on. You know, I mean, it, 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 it's just out I mean, just, you know what it does? It fills the airways. For how much do you think Travis Hunter got? Travis Hunter huh? got some money. We know he pro- Travis Hunter got some money. Yeah, I wish I got some money. When are you going to send me my check? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. KB yeah. doesn't even send my checks out on time. Yeah, we're operating at a loss, so I don't think. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, no, Scott, I, yeah, Scott, when that number came out, I. I that's a lot of money, um, no but I, but even no with way. that, I, I think like you said, it isn't over. Freezes Freeze is going to put the heat on, uh, to, so to speak, and I, I think they'll continue to. He's still going to take his visits, like like we just said. So I, I definitely don't think the recruiting is over. Um, he'll flip his commitment to Auburn Tigers. Okay, Kevin, let's not uh, go too far. There's an Auburn. <laughs> there's there's too, a Tiger. Guy. Let's not get too out hey, there. You guys just need to beat Alabama. Yeah, see, uh, it'd be right. I like that. Looky, looky, Derwin and Ramsey, yeah. part two. Let's. That's what I'm saying. Like, good players want to be around good players, and this could be that start. We have not had that caliber of defensive back. You know, I love Jamie Robinson, but he was not a, you know, game-changing type player. He could make big plays, 
But he wasn't like the like uh, the Hamilton kid from Notre Dame. He wasn't Jalen Ramsey or Jerwin James. Like those guys could change the course of a game at any moment. It felt like, and well, these five star type kids, you know, more like they're not can become that for your team versus a, a high four, you know, four star, high three stars type of kid. So I, I totally agree with you, B. Riley. If they can keep be, these two it, kids together, yeah, yeah. It, it could start something very special. For it'll be very interesting to see if they try to primarily make him a safety where they need help. And that could have been one of the things they pitched him, <laughs> right? They they pitched him to play at safety where we need that help. Yeah. And he looks like he could do that. You know, he looks like he looks like he could do it more than uh, Lester could. Well I think they're gonna use Lester He's multiple big. ways. They're gonna use Lester, I think, potentially both sides, but I don't see Lester at safety unless he gets bulked up a little bit. I mean, I mean offense, defense, but yeah. both positions. Uh, Tony says, can you kick? We could use a kicker. What's your price? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, yeah. I can hit that ball. I hit that softball. Look, you got to get those hands. Well, Tony, and we'll see. Uh, uh, Tyler Keltner, we'll see if he uh, if he can make this a kicking competition in camp. But uh, we got we got a little bit of news coming out of camp about him. So no, he meant me. Can I kick? No, but I'm saying we we, we have some potential backup options too in our, no. uh, our well, actual. You know, no, no, you know nothing's gonna happen unless uh, Fitz has a really bad camp. Okay, yeah. because as you said, KB, uh, an evening or so ago, we've been on the air like every night. Is is that as a coach, you can't be hesitant on your kicker until yeah. he proves you wrong. Yeah. Because you go for a fourth and two and you don't get it and maybe could have kicked a field goal. There will be games that come down. The Clemson game. The Clemson game, we couldn't kick the ball. We refused to. There, we will refused be, to. there will be games where you need that kicker. Uh, Knowles99 says, FSC was able to retain some guys from the last class who Miami had thrown some cash at Hakeem Williams. Some kids have, have cash in second place. And, no, and Knowles, you're totally right. I think the old man in, in Prime, I hate when Prime says that because Prime is literally chasing bags right no, no, now why, in his why career. Why does everybody bash Prime? Why? Why do you bash Prime? Because that's all he do. Like, I don't get it. But because no, he's he, hey, no, no, no. But every other Florida State guy uh, is great. Wherever they are, wherever they go, we follow all these guys. Everybody, who, who, including who are we you, following? No, hold it. Who are we following? Hold, hold, hold following? it a minute. I, I, I'm serious. Who are we following? I'm tired of you bashing Prime. I don't get it. He's a Florida State alumni. He's a Florida I'm State fan. He's a legend. And everybody. I'm saying I disagree like, with his philosophy of what he's saying. Not everyone's you chasing don't a like bag. His philosophy. Not well, everyone's chasing also a bag. Put on the back of his practice jerseys, like the guy's uh, like Twitter handle. You know? But nobody else does that. But you know what? That's Talk about a, a me first mentality on the team. No, that's, it's not a me first. He put it on every player's back because that's what they want. Because it's about them. It's about them. No. Yep. I, yep. There you go. No, and Noel's 99, I do agree with you. Some For some kids, it is different. They they care about academics versus how much money can a school give me. Because a lot of these schools are going to be able some of the big-time programs are going to be even about how much money they can give them. But a lot of kids do care about who can give me the best degree? Because a lot of them will understand that they won't make it in the NFL. They won't make it at the next level. So where can I go, educate myself, develop myself, both personally, athletically, and get to the next level, potentially? Um, that's the dream. That's what they should be selling. I do believe that's what better staffs do is say, you most likely won't make it in the NFL, no matter how good you are right now. 
but we will set you up for success afterwards. That's what they should be selling. This is going to be, and this is going to be a problem. See, we have to look long range. If you don't look long range, there's a problem. What happens, and, and this is a party night. This is a party. Game. Ash, we're not back until we get some. Line I need one more linebacker. I need a couple more linebackers. But yeah, I, yeah, no, no, no. We can't say <laughs> we can't say this team or the defense is back until they prove it on the field. Yeah, and I, I want to have those opportunities in the first five games. I need a couple Blake Nick more Blake Nicholsons in the in the classes. We need we need Randy Shannon to do some work. We need him to actually, you know, do something uh, recruiting wise. But uh, that's a whole other subject. A whole other subject. Uh, what, what were you saying, old man? No, I was I was saying that first of all is this whole game and recruiting thing of floor, of, of of recruiting kids has changed. What happens when a coach that recruited him like leaves next year? Because that relationship that was one on one, and I hope. They actually have two or three people that do the recruitment because you don't yeah, lose, they do. yeah, you they don't lose the whole family. Yeah, they typically you know, recruit and, and, teams. And once a kid comes in and he joins the family, the family embraces him even though one family member moves on. And all you can do is wish that family member the best of luck. And I think Florida State does a really good job of that. Yeah. If he would not have signed or verbally committed tonight, Bolden wouldn't have verbally committed. Our coaches do a great job staying in touch. And yeah. we've, we've said that before. It's critical. You can't get angry or upset as a coach. You call the kid up and you say, listen, you're a great kid, outstanding potential. I wish you the best of luck in the choice you made. I wish you would have come with us, but I get it. That's fine. Stay in touch. I'm going to stay in touch with you. Yeah, William, I'm not sure about the receiver. If he'll play receiver or not, I think that's interesting. But I think some he'll people in the comments what? have receiver, at all receiver or not. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, old man has Colorado bias. I, I No, that's not – I'm not going to go there tonight. If you want to do a, a program on it, we can do this. I have a – well, I do have a bias. You want me to go get my diploma off the wall over no, here? No, we, we, we don't it's, need to see I'll bring that. my – yes, I do. My helmet, I, the little helmet's back there. Let me go get it. Uh, Damien, I'm starting to think he has a side Colorado football podcast that I don't know about. So we, we I may need to do some investigating because uh, I'm getting no, a little worried. I got my graduate worried. degree from the University of Colorado, Boulder. Wonderful city. If you've never been there, you should go there. But it's not about that. It could be Prime was at Kansas, for all I care. He is an alumni of Florida State. But because we had five or six guys go there, we feel like he's tampering with our program. Come yes. on. No, uh I just don't like the way that he he glorifies. No, you don't like, like the no, way. Says, don't like the way. Love Prime, but he glorifies himself before the no. team. Well, we'll, well find said. out. Well because said. It, well what, said. the clock is running down on all the coaches, all the hype, and we're going to find out. They have a tough schedule. They could be zero and five in their first five games. I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't debate that. Prime is just but, an but, but this is his. He feels. This is the modern way of coaching and bringing a team together. And and let's be fair now. He, he had a team that won one game. He totally changed the roster. You have to give some chance. But I don't – let's go back to the main point. Why do we beat up on Coach Prime? That so here we go. This is a great statement. This is a great comment. 
What kind of leader walks into an organization and says, I brought my own people, a CEO does, which is fine, but don't pretend it's a family in Boulder and that's different at FSU. That is totally an accurate statement. That is totally an accurate statement. He went in there, threw everybody off the roster, brought in his own people, and that's like he, like B. Rice says. That's fine. That's what a CEO does. I have it's not a family. Honest. Okay, wait that's not I, I, not family I, I, like he's calling it. Yeah, I will agree with B. Rice on one point. I was watching some film from Colorado today, and he was driving around in his golf cart because he has a, a major foot injury. Yeah. Okay, yeah. major foot injury, yeah. and he's got one of his daughters or somebody riding around with him as the media thing that they have going on. He was joking around. I'm I'm saying to myself, I'm not going to be doing that because if we don't, if he does, if he goes zero and five, he's going to start hearing it. Oh, all absolutely. of a sudden, all of a sudden, the balloon is going to go down, yeah. just like when the Chinese balloon went down <laughs> over in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, Bax, it wasn't shot down by yeah. the aliens. Yeah, yeah well, it was not. Uh, back to the recruiting talk. Hopefully, this will start a snowball effect, and many more five or four stars will want to join. We're on the way back to our dynasty year. We'll see about that. I can just feel it coming. Norvell gives me a lot yeah, of balance vibes. Yeah, but I, I do. I do agree with the point that. Uh, I don't four, or five, four or five starts will get us up back on the right track. We need to get out of the business of high three stars that have a lot of upside. That those we need, to, you know, we can't be doing that anymore, right? When I see three star and we're like, oh, that guy has great tape, blah, blah, blah. well, you're hoping for the best in that. We need guys. We need, you know, we need five to ten guys, you know, five guys that can come in, you know, make potentially make an impact right away. And some some guys in the roster that are this year. Potentially can do that to a couple of guys this year. Next year, we need four or five guys that can do that the next year. And I think by, like you said, maybe this starts that snowball effect. If you can keep these kids committed, like I said, you have to take care of business on the field, and your coaches have to do it off the field, it could start that snowball effect. Okay, now let me, let me, let me leave her, leave, leave that up, leave that up, leave Char up. What you said is right. I don't disagree with that. But things have changed now. Back in the day, when when Bobby Bowden was was building, there was no portal, there was no NIL. Yeah. Kids couldn't just easily go to another team. I mean, they were kind of locked in. Mm-hmm. So you could build. You had four or five years to build those kids and develop those core players. Yeah. Okay. Now you're constantly under threat that a kid can go into the portal just about any twice a year or whatever. More than that, I think. But it's scary to these coaches today that a kid who gets upset, he, he, you know, all of a sudden, I'm the hell out of here. Because we see it in normal employment, okay? And this is what this is becoming. Now, what I, Char, I'm going to take exception to this because I told KB off camera the other day. Maybe I said it on camera. I don't know. I've heard people saying, well, Norvell reminds us a lot of Bobby Bowden. He does in his positivity. Uh, Norvell is a positivity coach. Okay, he's not a screamer like a Mickey Andrews would be. Okay? Yeah. There, yeah. It, there are coaches in the old style coaches got in your grill. Yeah. Okay? Very famous Ohio State Buckeye coach got fired in a bowl game because he grabbed a kid from the opposite team who intercepted a pass. Well, Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo Fisher used to grab the face Jimbo, mask of Jameis. Jimbo, <laughs> Jimbo Fisher was a very emotional guy. Norvell is not. Norvell isn't. 
So there are different coaching styles. However, to start comparing Norvell with one good season out of three, right? We're three? We're three in? Yeah. yeah three in. Is way too early and not even comparable. So Charles said gives him vibes. He got vibes. He got vibes on which I, I can. I will take exception to that. But Char, we love you, babe. I think I think the type like I agree like you with you, but I also agree like the vibe of he's a relationship building coach. He's a he, he tries is. to connect with the players. Right. Like you said, it's a style. I think the style of his coaching when is very Norvell starts similar. preaching in the Baptist Church in Tallahassee, then we'll have a little bit closer connection. <laughs> Um, Williams says, "I think Cam Davis will help us keep KJ Bolden on lock." I, yeah, I like I said, I think these this recruiting class is great about help helping the coaches recruit other kids and keeping the class together. So I think that hopefully we see a trend there, and they they basically will, like you said, help retain. So Williams, well, I, you I find out call. you find out the character of a kid and the character of the parents and mentors. Grandparents. Well, Cam, Cam's mom. Cam's mom loves Mike Norvell. Like that's the thing. No, Mike does a great job recruiting the parents. You have of the to kid. like, the, yeah, yeah. You he, have to. You have to recruit the parents. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to go back to your nemesis in Colorado. He's the same thing. You have to recruit I, I, the 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 primary mentors. Of the kids, if you don't get them, you don't get the kids. But I, I okay. okay, we we can okay. debate that the, later. The bottom line, I, yeah. the bottom, the bottom line is is KJ Bolden is a great pickup for Florida State. And let's say it again: if you're just joining us now, KJ Bolden has committed verbally to Florida State, five-star athlete who is going to be either a great defensive back or a safety. And he can return kicks as we've seen him on film. He, the Which kid is an athlete. Yeah. He, he, that's what he is. So he has joined up with the Florida State family. This is a huge pickup for the Knowles. Huge pickup. All right, I got to catch. Okay, I got to get through secondary comments. Secondary coach Patrick Sam. I'm catching up people who just came in. <laughs> I got to get through these comments. Um, yeah, I, Knowles, I, I agree with you there. I'm not going to get the old man upset by reading it. Uh, guess the old man does what with B Riley? He agrees with you from once, B Riley. I know, very surprising, very, very surprising. Uh, Server Boy Three Thousand says after Dylan finished their senior year at Buford throwing dimes at KJ, it's going to make things very tough for KJ to stick with this commitment. He only his mom wishes given the verbal. That's an interesting take. Uh, that's a very that? interesting take. What is so, that? After Dylan finished their season at Buford throwing dimes. Yeah. Uh, it's Because it's the high school quarterback connection of where he's going. So, no, it's it's a it's you know, you have a logical a logical argument there. And like you said, his mom likes Florida State and, and that was, you know, their dream school, stuff like that. So that that is it like there's all these factors that will go into December, right? Stuff like you just said, that relationship. Uh, in high school, his mom's wishes, stuff like that. What will happen in the next five to six months will be interesting, like you said. Anything could happen. And he's still going to take visits, as we know. In September, he's going going back to Auburn. So I, um, I don't – yeah, I don't understand. Well, he's he's entitled to that. It's kind of a yeah. nice weekend party. But it can lay on a kid. Yeah. It can lay on you a little bit. But, but if he has any doubt – I wish I, I don't understand why you would commit now. Then, you know, unless you're feeling like slots are filling up, but no, don't not for in. not for a five star. Okay. There's no okay. slots filling well, up. Why 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 not take the visit and then commit somewhere in the in the fall? Why so, do it now if you're going to take another official visit? That's the part I don't like. And if I was a 
If I was a parent or a, 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 you know, a, a mentor to somebody who say, don't make a commitment until you've finished your work. Now, someone correct me in the chat if I'm wrong, but I, I always heard that Mike Norvell's philosophy on commitment was – don't commit to us until you feel ready, like you're all in. I think I've, I've I've heard that that was his style. Like I don't want you, I don't want to push you towards like because some kids get excited. They come to a visit, they come visit, they are around the environment, they get. I want to do this now. And he's like, no, hold off, think about it. But I, I always heard Mike Norris' philosophy was make make sure you're clear minded and you're ready to make the commitment because he wants you all in. The last um, time I talked to Coach Norvell was never. He- <laughs> so I don't know when you were talking in your dreams, right? Yeah, uh, I think that's true what you just said, KB. I think that's very valid is every kid that I hear on, on YouTube and everything that's being interviewed, they say the same thing about this coaching staff. They're very realistic with me. They're not, I, they're not just feeding me something to come here. They're telling me exactly how this is. And they're allowing me to talk to all the players I want who are telling them, this is what you're going to get. You're expected to meet a standard. You're going to work your butts off. This is not like high school, okay? You're going to work your butt off, but they're here to make you better. They're here to make you part of this team and yeah. to get you to where your goals are. Absolutely. Um, and, those and, I- and, and if you're truthful with people, families and kids, and, and laying it out like that, you can't ever go wrong. No, no, you can't absolutely. Go wrong. Uh, and those 99 just reiterates, he just says, um, Bobby Bowden reminded him to do this love for his players, and that was his comparison. And okay, I, good, I good. I like, I, I, I I like if we can take out certain pieces of that, because here's what I say. Oh, if God. all of a sudden the wheels fall off the bus on Coach Norvell's team this year, next year, whatever, all don't, of a sudden. Don't throw that out there. Don't throw that out there. All of a sudden, everybody's... Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tony with a great question. Uh, any news on where Dale Jackson situation? I still don't understand what the issue with NCAA is. A little off topic of the day. No, it's a great question. We uh, we were supposed to talk about camp. He's practicing in camp, uh, and from the notes out of camp is that him and uh, Verse have been very disruptive when they've played together, and he's working out. Um, and I, I think have, I, I think it's news. a concern. I think it's a little bit of a concern that we haven't heard yet. I mean, I have some news. Okay, it's what, the most ridiculous. Thing that I've ever seen from the NCAA. How long could this situation that they have to basically, okay, investigate? It seems intentional okay, at this point. It seems intentional at this point. Investigate. How long could this take? They're very this, busy. They're very this busy. Is, this is outrageous. This is outrageous. They should have one of them, and they use a lot of retired FBI guys. Okay, because I know that. I know that. The NFL does the same thing. The security guys for their team are retired FBI guys. All right. How long does it take retired FBI guys to investigate this? Is that the FBI at my (laughs) pool? Yeah, probably. I saw a black But let me be serious for a minute. Let me be serious. This is ridiculous. This kid is... This kid has been allowed to come up here, enroll into school, practice all this time. Is and it's, this it's, is, it's, has to be a horror show. 
Well, and the worst part is, is that terrible. when the portal is still open, like you, that you could have found out, like, do we need to go get somebody else, or do we need, like, do we need to look else, or should we train somebody else up? It, it, we're literally less than thirty days from yeah, kickoff. You know what? It's a, it, but it's they don't care. Kid. They don't care. I, I, I've got to believe. I've got to believe that Coach Norrell, but it's probably more AD Mike Alford who's calling the NCAA and say, "What the hell is going it's, on? It's, what do you need? What do you need?" What do you need else? If it, you know, you gotta make a decision. B Riley, oh, that's yeah, a great terrible. that's a great point. This be on the heels of Baba Miller who uh was oh, suspended what half a year for a plane ticket while stupid. uh it's so dumb. Now You're, now kid yeah, now kids can go pick up their hundred like the Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. Went down, they showed him picking up his hundred and forty thousand dollar SUV joke. new truck as joke. part of NIL, and then this kid Found out you couldn't do that. Paid it all back. Yeah, and he's half suspended the half the season. Yeah, I it's, mean the decision making process is totally bizarre. There's no you know, There's no methodology to it. It you just seems like I random. Wish, like, hey, I we're wish, gonna suspend you for half a year. No, you get one game. It doesn't. I, I wish we eliminate the NCAA. We and then we let the NFL just run it because that's pretty much what's going on here. And then you know what? Let the NFL. This is their personnel system. Let them start putting some money into this system to develop players. That's what this is about. And putting these things in a league that they can develop all types of kids. Yeah. Okay. It, From the kid at Florida A&M and Grambling right up to Ohio State, Florida State, UCL, whoever. Let their, the NFL has their hands and fingerprints all over this. Yeah. This yeah. NCAA thing is not working. Yeah. Tony, I agree. It, it, they are running out the clock on this and just willing down his options. It, it's it's bad for the player. It's Why bad for the university. It, it, it's it's just. Why would they do that? I, I I have no clue. How much paperwork could you have on an issue like this? <coughs> and to investigate, go down, interview the several people you need to interview. Go back, reach your conclusions, and make a decision. I've guaranteed they've done all this. They just this yeah. isn't a national security thing about the Chinese balloon or no, they're, UFOs. They're, they're idiots. They, this, they don't care. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, it's young terrible. young Sentinel. Yeah, it, that UJ commit's going to be in this year all year. So to your point, it's they, and we got to beat. We got to have Luke. We got to have everybody. In KJ's ear, back at him. He's, his phone's going to be lit up all, all through December because these guys are going to be on him to keep him, keep him committed. So, like you said, uh, everyone's going to be in his ear all year long. So, I, I don't. I feel sorry for some of these kids because their phones must be ridiculously packed with text messages and tweets and all that crap. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, this this whole NCAA situation is just just it's a outrageous. joke. Hey, let me give you a few notes on camp. We've had like three days. Agreed, Dangby. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, the camp started on the second. You know, they reported in. They had a big kickoff luncheon, uh, KB. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first three days of, of getting outside or inside, too, in the air conditioning, it's basically been uh, shoulder pads, helmet, shorts on. You know, they're basically going. I've watched a lot of film that, uh, uh, that the uh, other medias who have – access put up close practices you, yeah you know you know a war chant and whoever else i can yeah. look at and yeah. I, I do watch it you yeah. know and they're going about they're acclimating that's yeah. what you do in the south for sure or in the north you acclimate the players because you don't want to have pulled muscles pulled groin yeah. Yeah. have injuries up front so mm -hmm. they're acclimating their bodies to movement 
and everything else. So it's been relatively, they're running about 60%, you know, they're doing about 60% effort. Even the drills, you know, they're trying to knock the ball out of the receiver's hands. It's it's kind of just slapping easy. It's nothing big. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was great seeing Nickel Leary out there now yeah. as an assistant. Yeah. He's like That's a, cool. they call him student assistant. Maybe he's in grad school, whatever. But Nickel Leary brings NFL experience, and he played on championship team, uh, championship teams here at Florida State. This kid, this kid is going to help the tight ends and receivers. He know. Wouldn't you like to? You're a young player. You want to go to lunch with Nickel Leary? He tells you this is how this crap works in the next level. Yeah. And he's going to tell him it's scary, it's scary because yeah. every guy wants your job. And that's what's happening now at Florida State. And Mike Norvell and coach staff are making it competitive. Yeah. It's a competitive environment because you want to go to the NFL? What do you think that is? Go call up Cam McDonald. Ask him how competitive it is. Yeah. And I'm not picking on Cam, but no, that, I, it's realistic. Go at, you know, go ask any of these kids. Nick O'Leary, great to have him on staff. And they even had a picture of him standing near Nicholas. You know, the young Nicholas who's uh, on the team? Yeah. Yeah, it was a kind of a cool picture, you know, all related to, to the great golfer Jack Nicholas, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Destin Hill doing some work, kick returns. Uh, you know, I didn't quite see, or maybe I missed it if he's doing punt returns, but they got a, they're working out a few guys on the kick return thing, okay? No, so, so, so yeah, they are working. I believe it's uh, – they they put yeah they put Destin Hill back there. They also put uh, I think Keon Coleman was back there as well. Winston so, Wright's been doing some. Yeah, they they they're they're yeah. testing that, that, four or yeah. five guys back there to figure out who they yeah, want. Yeah, and uh, there may be a young guy. Benson Benson Destin Hill there. could break it. Yeah, they've yeah. got they've got a lot of guys. The big thing is who can catch the ball. Yeah. You know, and it's harder than everybody thinks. Okay, when you're out there, 60,000 people, lights are on. Pressure's on. Guys are getting in your grill. It, yeah, it's hard. So when a guy drops one, there will be drops. I'm really let's, less. Let's understand that there is a lot of pressure. Okay? But you're you're talking about kicks. I'm talking. I'm more concerned about kickoffs. Okay. I'm, yeah. So that that's the both. thing. And that just to be both. clear, it was Deuce Span, Winston Wright, Dustin Hill, Rodney Hill, Trey Benson, Keon, and Kaziah. Were the ones that they were working with the return Trey Benson unit. back there. He I was. would never put Trey he was Benson. A, he had a touchdown last year. He was the only one with a return for a touchdown last okay. year. Kickoffs <laughs> and special teams are dangerous no crazy. situations. Okay? I'm just telling you, as Coach Bruce, I'm not putting my number one running back back there. <laughs> I've got other guys. Okay? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Okay, hold it. Uh, here we go. No, here we go. Let's correct this statement now. The FBI and I have sources, and these are real sources. The FBI didn't find Saddam Hussein anywhere. They were late to the party, and I'll leave it at that. And KB, you know what I'm talking I, about. I am not saying that. You, you know what I'm talking I'm about. You, will you say this? The old man knows what he's Don't, talking he about. He knows what he's talking about. Okay. He knows so what he's talking about. Take the FBI out of that, please, <laughs> Knowles. Okay? Now, where the hell was I? Oh, I'm not putting my number one running back back there. Yeah, no, I'd be right. You, you, you're right, and I'm, I'm, I'll pull up some of this, but I don't know if they're gonna like. Warchan's gonna get all uh, pissy if I put this up here. Uh, but they know, like you said, they, they have great coverage of, of the camp. 
Um, but the the size of the guys from four or five years ago compared to now is you're right. They look more developed. They look in shape. Like like this like you said, the physical size of the guys from freshman to senior just it does look different. Once again, that has to translate on the field. But the guys look like actual college football players. O linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers, even receiver. The receiver room is the size of the receiver room yeah, is ginormous. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're to totally that, right. Katie. Let me add to that. That for and then yeah, you talk about size. Yeah. Brandon Fisk. Oh my god. Yeah. This guy. This guy is a grown man. Yeah. I mean, he is massive, and if. If he can play the way he looks, and he has this guy could play himself into a high round draft choice. Yeah. Okay. And he doesn't have to leave this year, but he could after this year, but he could well, well be on his way. And this kid can run. He beat Norvell in that stretch. Now, I questioned whether Norvell was going 100% because I think I could go in there and beat. Beat Fisk, okay? I do. Now you guys question that. Every year, an old man, okay? I tr- I tried last year for charity to beat uh, who was it? Coop and uh, Love it. They they never answered the phone. Never answered the phone. We still made our do- donation, which we will do again on state games. But you know what I'm saying? This Brandon Fisk is He's, a beast. He's a big dude. He's a so uh, so. Hopefully he'll be able to do a lot of reps. He'll have a lot of energy. And but here's what Brandon Fisk is going to. Here's find. the race. Here's the yeah. race. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I know. Even the girls with it. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. How will Brandon Fisk stand up in the heat and humidity? Yeah. How many reps is he going to be able to take? Because he's not used to the summers here in. Florida. Yeah, true. Hummus Hero, we appreciate the congratulations. You wanted them in Columbus, but uh, we didn't want them to go to UGA or Bama, so they have enough talent anyway. So, yeah, you're right about that. Well, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate the uh, thanks in there. Love you, Hummus. Like, uh, so we love appreciate you, it. Hopefully we can hey, keep going. Hey, I love away. Hummus. What's your best kind oh, of Hummus? I, I like I, it I, with uh, the uh, <laughs> garlic. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> by the way, up. that leads me into what I had for dinner tonight. Okay. Not a sponsor yet. Sprouts. Anybody got Sprouts? I had the wood-fired flatbread pizza. They're not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor. I'm just going to get a quick review. Quick review. No, please, God. You pop it in the oven, frozen, pop it in there. I put it on for 15 minutes in the oven, bake 425, okay? And, you know, this is the uh, pasta sauce, spinach, and tomato. That's why I look so damn good. Uh, not a paid ad. Not a paid look, ad, folks. Those are structured, buddy. All right, all now, right. Now, all right. wait a minute. Oh, God, please, And, and you please. can get this at Sprouts, which I have a couple of problems with them. But actually, I give it a, a three out of five. And, you know, the carriage was good. Had good carriage. I like that. Okay. Not a lot of flop. And it was good. Try it out. Try right. it out. You, Try you've garnered wood fire. You've garnered a few more questions. FBI insider question mark. Uh, yeah. See now, now you're getting questions. Well, that, we're yeah, not. See, we're going to stay yeah. with football. Yeah, but yeah. you know, <laughs> you ask KB. Does the old man know what he's talking about? The old man does. I'm staying away from this. I'm okay. From this yeah. Question. Maybe sometime we'll let you know. Uh, Char says, do you think Johnny Wilson will drop the ball less this season? So, Char, that's a very valid question. Um, I've seen the practice reports, once again, 
not there, but I've seen the press reports that he has still continued to drop balls. I, I think this will be a constant issue with Johnny Wilson. And I do think that this will inhibit his success in the NFL. Because I do think he's a NFL caliber player based on his size, his speed, his physical intangibles. The guy has the tools that, 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 that the NFL wants. If he can't catch uh, the can ball. I finish my damn statement? He has all the tools to be an NFL caliber player. That's what they want to see, everything he has. But the guy is going to have drop ball issues. And you can read it in the notes. Go to KnowlesGameDay.com. Go to War Chant. The guy is dropping balls still, it seems like. Now, come the season when he turns it on, does does it not happen anymore? Maybe, maybe, maybe it gets cleaned up by then. But it seems like from reading the reports. Maybe he's a gamer. Maybe he's a gamer. He's continuing to drop the ball. Now, it may not be felt for us as much because we have a lot more weapons this year and he drops one ball a game, it's not going to kill us, right? But at the NFL level, when you may only get five targets, if you drop one or two, you're out. You'll be cut. So I, I, I don't know if he'll he, – it doesn't seem like he's cleaned it up yet, but we'll, we'll find out in a couple of weeks here. We'll find out. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. You know, uh, let, me, let me give you a couple other notes. Six quarterbacks in camp. You know, I wasn't aware Michael Grant's in camp. He's a freshman out of Tallahassee, 6'3", 201 pounds, played at uh, McClay. And he, he had some good numbers. He's got good size, you know, 6'3", 201. But he's, you know, he's last on the depth chart. Uh, most of the guys seem to be getting the reps are obviously Travis, Tate, and then... Duffy. Duffy. Duffy and Glenn Brock. Yeah. So everybody, Hick- McNamara and Grant are, you know, getting a few throws here or there. Hick-Nock, but, I agree. He's not beating Fisk. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not what? Beating, you you so? or Novell aren't beating Fisk. You'd be know. shocked. <laughs> You'd be shocked how I can run at my age. Uh, no, shocked. Shocked how fast all- I can run to get that flatbread yeah, yeah, pizza. Exactly, exactly. Trey Benson was like, good on special teams until he became the number one running back. Prick guy. And, and that's a valid point to your old man. You don't, yeah. I don't think you want to put your number one weapon back there, especially with you losing Trayshawn Ward. You know, and that, and I do think we have great running backs behind him, but losing Ward, who you knew was a a, a special weapon there, and now with Trey Benson being the bona fide number one, I think that's a good call. And you have a lot of weapons that you can return kicks. Like you shouldn't have to use Benson. Uh, so I, I think that's a uh, a very good call. B. Riley says Pokey and Helen in comparison to Johnny Keon and even Wright and Destin Hill is not even comparable. Yeah, I, I think what the average height, you know, with Pokey, Helton, and, and back then was like six foot maybe. Um, but now that you look at the room with Johnny Keon and uh, you know alone amongst Kentron, you put Kentron in the mix. You you got some big bodies, but you have talented bodies too. This isn't like when you had. You know, um, the abuse, what is that guy's name? The Abusement Park. Um, like, you yeah, th- yeah, he's a three-star guy that we thought that was recruited by Willie Taggart, and he just didn't turn around. But um, like you said, Destin Hill, he, speaking of the camp footage, Destin Hill, he looks built. He looks like he came in shape to the party. He looks like he's ready to go. I'm excited to see maybe if he can get something done. Uh, tape of Winston Wright, he looks like he's fully 100% ready to go. The green jersey's off on him. He's... He's he's full full time now. So B Riley, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, affirmation well, they, could be. They a, are they are loaded on the offensive side. Yeah. They just have to get the ball to the guy and and make and get in space. You have too many playmakers not to get the ball out in space and let them do something with it. All right, back to your uh, to your hummus question. Roasted pepper and rosemary. I don't know. Yeah, the rosemary is interesting. Capers capers are really good. They can get a little salty at times. 
Hey, where are you? we do? Hey, and, food channel. Hey, and, food channels do very well. Hit that damn like button, and, and, and okay? Got, we have to go to a food channel. <laughs> and, and everyone, I apologize. We're all over the place tonight, but this uh, show's it, you know, going it, longer than we ever expected yeah. to go. Um, and by the way, KJ Bolton signed with Florida yeah, State, yeah, or yeah. verbally committed to Florida yeah, State. Yeah. That was why we're yeah. here. Um, Acclamation could be an issue to join the Big Ten. Uh, we're going to do a whole episode on on potential transitions again, updates. What but does that mean? Like, it, it, I think the it, weather, weather, oh, you mean weather. I think yeah, Dagby means get the capes out and. Heat. Well, and I think I mean Big Ten's got some big lines too. You got to prepare to play for those boys. Um, okay, Martha Stewart, we're talking Knowles football. Well, good call, Knowles. No, no, that's that's a very uh, very uh, astute statement there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Knowles, you probably have a nice wife there. Cooks you a nice dinner. <laughs> B. Yeah. Riley says it's hard to tell the difference between the old man doing a bit and the old man just being himself. This is no bit. This is this is the real deal. B. Riley, I can tell you, this is a hundred percent real, which is the scary part because I have to deal with. It. Imagine when it's Christmas. And I'm and only look, and I'm only drinking water. That's not gin. <laughs> be rather, luckily we live thousands of miles apart, but when it's like Christmas or things, it's 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 scary. It's, it's scary. This man. is no bit. Who's the next guy to join the Knowles family? When will announce it? Uh, Char, the only one I care about is Jeremiah Smith right now. That's I, I like I said, I don't care about three stars about or low four stars. Out. I mean, but they're gonna take a guy. I I, uh, I care out. about five stars. That's the only that's the only time I'm gonna do a show like this if yes. it's a five star Four, fours and fives, but fives. But right. a guy that could be an impact, high impact player for Florida State right away. No. Um, that that's what I care about. Um. Let's see who we got here. All right, go you, let me let me say this. By the way, uh, we did uh, get a freshman linebacker in Justin Cryer. He's on the official roster. He's working out. Okay, he was a three-star guy. Noel Zainai, good statement. Yeah. Good statement. Yeah. That's true. That's true. They, he had a lot. He has some potential. There's a guy that can help you on scout teams. There's a guy that can, uh, you know, take some time. He might be able to help you on special teams as well. That's where a lot of these guys fit in. Okay, so. Uh, that's pretty much it. There wasn't anything exciting. The coach talk is the coach talk. I think everybody knows what that means. Uh, the questions from the uh, media is pretty softballish. There's nothing big that comes out. They're pretty much brief not to ask about certain things, so they don't ask. They don't bring it up. Uh, uh, Maurice Smith looks like he's going to be the starting center, deserves it. He's on a couple of watch yeah. lists. Uh, for outstanding player Casey Roderick, who came over from Colorado, is getting work at center and guard. They yeah. think he's very adaptable, could play just about anywhere on the line. He is a very experienced player. He's been in the trenches, and then the new guys are starting to work along. But it's been pretty slow camp so far. There's no big hitting going on, but uh, I think we'll find out more when the hitting really starts. And you could get a few injuries, so. That's what that's what hitting produces. Yeah. Um, what I got? Another question from Hummus Hero. So now that FSU has the elite DBs committed, do you think any more are on the way this season? DB wise, I, I I'm not sure. I, I, like top 100 guys, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think um, you need any more defensive backs unless there are four or five. Uh, yeah, okay, exactly. That's going to help you. I, you just don't need any more. That we got a lot of young defensive backs. When you look at the roster, it's filled up with guys. And so they want to develop some of these guys. Yeah, yeah. like he said, uh, the DB room for me going into the season, I don't have. I, 
You know, everyone knows I don't love our DBs. You're a skeptic. You're I like a skeptic. you know I like them. They're good. They're they're they can do their job, but they're not elite, right? And and I still think that certain teams will be able to throw on us, throw deep on us. Um, well, 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 wait a minute. Now, having understood and believe it or not, back in the day, I was a freshman coach oh, for Florida High, and anybody who knows Tallahassee understands what Florida High is, and I coached. The freshman defensive backs, and I played some okay. defensive backs. Okay. Okay. When I was younger. Now, now. Defensive backs are only as good as the you're, the rush you're getting up front. How long do you think they can stay with these guys? You know, okay, that, three and a half, four well, seconds. Yeah. So, so let's not just throw it all on the defensive no, backs right. and safeties. You've got to have pressure up front. Yeah, no, no, that's true. I think the addition, that's why you got Daryl Jackson. That's why you got Braden Fist. I, the, you you knew that the interior, and, and people, I, I'm i not the biggest Fabian Lovett fan. Right? I think there's a little bit overhype of what his impact is, but you need more weapons, around, you know, you need more on that interior line. And I think adding additional weapons around him is going to make that push up the middle along with your edge weapons. You're going to get to those quarterbacks faster, to your point, which will take some pressure off your DBs along with your linebackers. Because if this team wants to get great, you've got some great offensive weapons coming in in this next class. Cam Davis, Luke, Landon Thomas. Then you've got Charles Lester, KJ Bowen. you got those defensive weapons in the defensive backfield. you got uh, uh, Lonnie McCoy coming in. D.D. Holmes just committed as the edge player. So you've got a great class. I, I think the only thing really missing is linebackers. Like, we need some... Like I said, Randy Shannon's got to do some, okay. do some, He's do his damn it. job. He's got to do He's his damn job. On. Is he? Is he? Do his job. He got Blake Nicholson. He got Blake. We need a that's, couple more Blakes on the team. The feed, that's the feedback. Now, it's, you know, there are a lot of other guys involved in recruiting instead of just the one coach. You got the whole front office. But that's his job. That that's literally his recruiting front job. Office gets a lot done. Jamari yeah. Howard. Um, yeah. Who is Jamari Howard? You're the expert, right? No, I didn't say I was an expert. <laughs> no, he's. Uh, if I was an expert, I'd probably have media access. No, I, they're uh, they're uh, they're in the lead for that. He's out my central. Uh, he they're leading for him. No, I oh, think that's a good call. Is he a guy? No, no, high school, no. high school, oh, high school. Yeah, um, so a cor- a cornerback. I think so. I think they're not taking any more high school guys for the twenty four class. No, I, I, I they are, I, they are, they are. What are you really? talking about? Yes, I would probably yes. look for some guy that might still be in a portal that's had some reps. You know, no, I, I twenty four because you I, you know I think you're right on that and and I, I think that this is another guy I think once again but because you're thinking oh we have these guys but you always need to have a backup plan if one of these guys decommits so it's better to over recruit a class right. and get talented players of because course. if you if one of these two guys Lester or or AJ does flip to Auburn then you'll have another high four star player that you have backup so I it's you over it's just like when you see how many offers go out every year i mean they just over offer it's like the airlines you know there's they want to fill up the plane so b riley says i'm telling y'all right now we're going to see some mass substitution of 2 to 3 linemen in situational football this fall we're going to do some weird and interesting things with rotating o-line packages and what, i mean and you know b riley's right because it develops it keeps the interest of kids. It keeps them in the program, and it can wear down another team that doesn't have depth. Well, if you yeah. do it properly, and if you had the right pieces to do it, like we could not do this two well, years we ago. We do now. We yeah, that's right exactly pieces. exactly. We have, we have the right pieces. You see yeah. how many pieces are in that O line room? Oh my God! 
Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of pieces in there. O-line versatility is important considering injury history at that position. Hopefully health holes, very being able true. to move around the line can be important. Uh, totally agree, Tony. Just very like true, you're saying. Very, be, very true. And that's why building up this depth and what Atkins has done, as well as the portal and recruiting yeah. and guys like Julian Armella getting another year under the belts, there should yeah, be, there's I, I, quality I depth he, there. There's quality depth there. I hope he there. gets a lot. I hope he gets a lot of reps opportunities because I've been hearing that name a lot. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, he played and, some and last people, year. He even played well, a I little know, bit. But, it, but clean people up. Are ready to see him step up because next year he's going to be a starter. He's got to yeah. be, or it was a failed project. Knows <laughs> that that is uh, that is <laughs> I love I love it. that's a Dion it's a Dion quote it's a Dion quote. Then what are you doing? I love it. I love okay. it. Okay. Um, is it crazy? In less than two years ago, we were hurting on the O line. Now we have some of the twos that can start anywhere else. Congrats to the staff and heart. It, it, I, I can't imagine being in that hole that Atkins inherited and seeing that depth chart and being like, "What the hell am I going to do with this?" Like, you know. It, it, but that's why I give a guy like that credit. He came in, he dealt with the roster he had, and then he used the tools around him to make it better. He didn't just say, "Well, you're like." He did a great job of. Developing what he had, because there, Maurice Smith, there's guys in this roster who've been here through the long haul, and he built those guys up, and then the other ones that he couldn't, he got the portal to supplement and make this team a viable product. Um, and it wasn't easy, three wins, five wins, now ten wins, but he built it up the right way, and i got to give him yeah, a lot of credit I saw an interesting interview, I don't know if it was War Chan or someone else, they were talking about, they were talking to Maurice Smith, and he said, that he his relationship with Coach Atkins is, is just great because he says Coach Atkins every season tells me I'm bringing in guys to push you to take your job and he's yeah. not kidding around. No, you know he that brings in Casey Roderick, who's a decent guy's had a lot of players. He was the captain push. of Colorado. Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean to push these players. We have finally gotten to that point with a coaching staff that says there are no guarantees because you know in the world whether it's football or corporate you could be gone in a minute if they decide they don't need you anymore and that's how the nfl is that's how college football is and you build a competitive environment which leads me to say that's why our leadership team at florida state university wants to move the entire university into better space okay (laughs) <laughs> to be competitive or you get left behind. There is no future in the ACC. Yeah. Um, over to Tony. Uh, love it, hype grew from how much we struggled last year when he got hurt. I, I, I do believe you are right in that correlation of yeah, when that three-game stretch, when we got, you know, we lost three games, it was that our offense didn't play well either during that, right? So, it, it, like you said, there's a lot of correlation with that. And, uh Hopefully we can put it all together, but he needs to play better. Our defensive line interior needs to play better. We just, as a team, have to play better and beat Wake Forest this year, right? And Clemson. Um, Hummus Zero says, I see Clemson as the biggest threat to FSU in the league this year, and I don't see them regaining an elite passing attack. So maybe those DBs should help be okay, at least above average. Yeah, no, Hummus Zero, I I think you're right. Clemson is is our kryptonite, and that is going to be, and we talked about this, I think, on the last show last night uh, or the night before is, that will be the benchmark game for me. LSU is LSU. That is opening week one. You know, it, there's going to be some nerves. Just keep it close, win or lose, and you do your job. But the Clemson game is, are we back closer to where we want to be? No, not back, back. Not national championship, but are we back on track? If you can't beat Clemson this year, 
Because this, no offense to them, but this is not the Clemson of five years ago. This is Clemson of today. They're, they, you know, we got to be able to beat them this year. And if you, because you are not going to be this, this set up next year. You're not going to have Jordan Travis, a veteran quarterback. You're not going to have Trey Benson. You're probably not going to have Johnny Wilson. You're not going to have Tatum Bethune. Exactly. You're not going to have... Jerome Bell. You're not... Jaheim Bell. Yeah, you're not going to have Jared Verse. You're not going to... You're going to lose... This is your best shot to knock them off the pedestal and make them... And then keep that ball rolling for recruiting. If you can't get over the hump now, I'm very concerned about what we're going to do. Here's the deal. Here's the bottom line. Okay, here's the bottom line. Mike Novell is under pressure to win big games because right now the thing is he, he's beating people, but look at the people he's beating, okay? He has to beat this Clemson team. He's got to dethrone them, and, 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 and this is the year. You don't get a better team than this because next year you're kind of rebuilding a little bit, reloading if you want to say that. But, you know, everybody's these comparisons – when Bobby, when the okay. Florida State, wait, when Florida State came into the ACC, they didn't lose a game for like ten seasons or something. Yeah. I remember the one they lost. You know, it came down to they had to get in the end zone on the last play, and it was like a half yard short. I don't, you know, I don't remember. I watched it. I think it was it was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and it was yeah. like, and it was at the University of Virginia, I believe. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that you're, and I'm saying what you're saying is. We've got to get through this hurdle. This is the team to do yep. it. Absolutely. This is the team to do it. Uh, Charles got a question. Can I go to the official uh, FSU site to listen to their games for free? You do that, old man. You. Yeah, you, I mean, what, yeah. What go, do you get the game day app? Yeah, there's a FSU game day app, and then you can, yeah, you can listen to the call right on he, the. He on the he radio. texts me all the time. He's like, "Are you listening to the game on the radio?" I'm like, "No, I don't listen to the radio." But that's what he turned mutes the games. And listens to it on the your your I app, do. right? I yeah. do. Now there's a delay, and I don't like that. But it depends who's calling the game. Yeah. So I like know? some of these announcers are so bad uh, now, on some of these. Jeff Colhane does a good. job. I mean TV. I meant TV announcers. Are yeah. Bad. I, but Jeff, I turn Jeff's, down yeah, the TV, yeah, but yeah. you get this delay, which is okay. But yeah. when Gene Deckerhoff was on, bam, he I'm was there. Uh, and Jeff amazing. does a good job. Jeff Colhane, he's 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 in there. No A fifty. Yes, this is. We talked well, about this the other night, and uh, it's going to be tough. It, this could be its own show because he could how strip out the offensive line? That's a, he, that's a whole show. That's a whole show because, like that's you said, show. he's built up that room. He's he's a great recruiter. He's yeah. built great relationships, and and, then you, and that's why have, this is another reason why moving to another conference, getting more money, paying your top assistants like top assistants, keep up. Is, is essential. We have to get the money to keep these guys, like Dabo did for so many years. Yeah, he coach, kept yeah. all those coaches together so they wouldn't go to other places. And, and it keeps continuity, keeps players together, especially in the transfer portal. It, you got it, like you said. Keep. Yeah, look, and, and that's another thing. The old Dynasty Florida State teams kept the coaching staff together. Yeah. Mickey Andrews, he had offers to take other head coaching positions. He decided... You know, I, I don't want to be or need to be a head coach. I like what I do. Yeah. Okay. And and, and so on. And and I am gonna you know I'm gonna say what I know. Okay. And I have to say that Coach Prime today mentioned Mickey Andrews. I learned so much from that guy. And there's an example of how we keep a guy. Atkins is gonna be on the verge because we're gonna have a decent year and he's gonna get some offers and. 
he could strip out the offensive line. And guess what? Then everybody's going to hate on him for doing it. That's the way it is. Wake up. Uh, dude, it's different. But to your point, but to your point, and, and I'm sort of like this in my profession. I don't want to manage people. I don't want to be the higher. I some people yeah, like their okay. role. Some, yeah, no, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. He may say, "I'm I'm good being the top assistant in the country if Florida State's rolling, as long as you pay." Because that's the thing. I want to be paid. I want to be paid. I don't want to be the head coach that has to do work hundred thousand hours, but I want to be the top assistant in a top program and paid like it. And there's so that's nothing a big thing. wrong with that. No, there's that's there's what I'm saying. Wrong that's with that. Saying. You can have a management track guy, exactly. career guys. You can have exactly. expert guys who just want to do defense or offense. Or some this. people don't want to be the CEO. Some people just want they to be don't. the the uh, CMO or some some right. other co-leader and right. paid, but make sure I, they're paid like it. You know, I didn't want to drive the garbage truck. I just wanted to be on the back grabbing yeah. the garbage and. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, black, and uh, people think I'm joking. Actually, I did that in the summers when I was a kid in college. There you go. In Clearwater, Florida. And we let me tell you what we did. We picked up the steel cans from the back of the house, brought them to the front, dumped, put them back on my shoulder, took them, and put them back. I told a current a trash guy that. He looked at me like I was an alien. <laughs> True story. That seems inefficient. Uh, Black Chisholm says, do you think FSU can flip JoJo Trader or Smith? I I think it's a good question. JoJo Trader don't need a wide receiver this year. Okay, can you relax? JoJo Trader seems like the guy. I think actually both of them are trending towards FSU. I think that I think Miami potentially could implode again this season. If that implodes, then he's FSU's the taking. Jeremiah Smith, I think, is the better prospect in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're both on the table. You're really, I, I believe you'll get one of them. Maybe not both of them. Uh, that's a big thing. I don't know if both of them want to come into a crowded room like Florida State's, is my opinion. Because it, it is a very crowded room. I think you'll get one of those guys. I'm just not sure which. Um, I would take Smith over JoJo, though, in my opinion. But, that, but who would you take? Um, uh, Williams says, Jojo Trayer, you need to come join the good guys and go Knowles. Yeah, I mean, take a get. That's that's one key thing is you take away a guy from Miami, hurts that it hurts them both ways, right? He has to play against them, or they yeah, they have to play against them. You take it off their roster, so you may want Jojo versus uh, Jeremiah Smith, who's going to go play for Ohio State. Unless you join the Big Ten, then you have to play against him. So, uh, you know, that's another show. Okay, uh, and again, let's say if you just came in really late to the show because we're way over time, is K.J. Bolden did throw on the Florida State cap tonight, and he is verbally committed to the Florida State Seminoles, and that is a big one for Florida State. Yeah, Thomas Hero, we're going to be doing our LSU preview show. Well, we're going we're gonna to do it in a couple of weeks. We're going to have an expert on from 24-7 Sports, so definitely tune in for that. But you're right. Uh, Florida State's going to have to – their DBs are going to have to be ready. LSU's got some monsters at receiver. Um, and we saw that especially in the second half. And, and we talked about it a little bit last week – or. Uh, Last night is that the linebackers are going to have to be able to spy better on Jaden Daniels because he ripped them up with his legs last year. Um, and he's going to do it again this year if he has the ability yeah, to. He's just like uh, Jordan. You know, he can kill you with his legs as well as the arm. The kid can throw. B. Riley, you're right. Uh, I, I saw something about that. Jojo Trader's mom having health issues and they yeah. live in Miami. So make dictate. And you're right. And, and, and that's a good and call. Should. And, and, and the kid should. Yeah. I, I think uh, you know you have to do they have, you know all these kids have to do what's best for their family and of whether course. it's they transfer whatever and, and that's the whole thing with this waiver if Daryl Jackson literally had to move 
to get close to his family, and that's why NCAA should make a quick decision about that. That's why I hate this whole process because it's so inefficient that we don't have to go on another tangent about that. It's um, incompetent. Yeah, uh, you, you know, and he personally thinks Jay Smith will uh, Jeremiah will look for a stay in state. Just got to give him enough reasons to feel. Yeah, and, and that's be right. That's what it comes down to. Give him reasons on the field to stay. Win ten games, beat Clemson, do your job on the field, and say. This is a top program, a top five program. You want to be starred in it. You want to be showcased in it. And we got to do our stuff on the field. You're right. That, that's the bottom line. Um, we were also hearing on the word of Sierra as well, but now it's our strength. Very right. Very right. Dan Norvell and Alfred saved the program. I, I got to, you know, you could do a whole program on what happened when Alfred came into this program. Because I, I do think Alfred has changed the mentality of the athletic programs at Florida State, not just football. Soccer, softball, everything, except for basketball. basketball, except for basketball, that's except for basketball. That's a, that's a whole other thing. I hope he, I my my. Okay, if I have to make a prediction right now about basketball, and I know no, most no, people don't want, not even go I'll just say when they move to another conference, Leonard Hamilton will, will retire and they'll start a new. This is that's it. my that's this my. This is thing. the this yeah. is the Golden Watch tour for Leonard yeah. Hamilton. He's done a good job. Okay, and it's it's over. Yeah, you know but I, I mean. I, but, it's but, over. Yeah, well, but no sign that you're right. Norvell and no Alford has been a respect to Coach Hamilton. No, he's a legend. It's just he's over. Legend. Yeah, but no sign that you're right. Norvell plus Alford has been a great match. Both want to win. Both want to. It was a great build mentality. They Alford is a great CEO of the university in terms he of the is. athletic department. He, he knows is. what he's doing. Look at this private equity thing he's and looking Peter to do. Peter Collins, it, who is the chairman of the of the board of trustees and the board itself. These guys are locked in now. They're all together. This is an easy one. It yeah. really is. There is no option. There yeah. is no option. As, <laughs> as a famous general said, when you're surrounded, your options are simple. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. I, I don't even see it being complex. What is complex is how the hell do we get out of the bear trap of the grant of rights? Now, it will, it will you hear the rumors, well, it's it's not an issue. and it, it is an issue. It's a contract law issue. That's what it is. We don't need to get into any more. But it is a contract issue. Yeah. And so even Maryland, when they got out, they had to go to court. Okay, so it, it is contract law. Yeah. Um, no, Tony, you're right. They create receivers in the lab. It is, it is, it is pretty crazy. Um, sorry, I think I just skipped around. Um, we're coming back to Ray Cameron. Well, I, well, hope, well, I hope well, Hick I hope Hick not. Okay, I, I know we're running out of time here. But yeah. let me go back to the, the ref thing. Okay, let's what go ref, back what, to this ref, ref. There was a You had one up just I, I'm going back through. I, I jumped. Okay, it, well, I, let I'm me just say through. this. Wait, wait. We got a comment about your uh, UVA game. UVA, we should have ran Pooh Bear Williams, not done. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember that. Done. I mean, we handed it. It was like fourth and goal. I mean, it's like five seconds left, whatever. We hand it to Warwick Dunn between the tackles. Between the tackles. And he's already eight yards deep when he starts. Pooh Bear Williams, yeah. Now, Pooh Bear, not the quickest guy on the first step, but a big dude. Okay? Warwick Quick off the step, but a little guy. And we came up, I swear, I just melted. It was like a half yard away. Six I, inches. He was right at the goal line. Oh, my God. I, it I, was, think, I think. And it was uh, like the first game we lost. I, I, I thought it was on a Halloween night. Oh, UVA, wait, wait, wait. 
UVA went crazy. It was kind of a cool, crisp fall night. Is this it? I think it's this it. Yeah, four seconds. I got it right. Look, right oh. there. Look, it's an inch. It's an inch. The referee's ball. It's dead. Game over. We, we oh, need that. Yeah. This one, they need the instant look, replay. 10, yeah, oh. yeah, look. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can crazy. understand why they gave it to Warwick Dunn because he's quick. He's very, very quick. Look at that. Yeah. They That's won the national championship that night. They defeated Florida State for the very first time, first loss in the ACC. That's crazy. And that was how many years in? Ten? I don't know. 95. Several yeah. years in. Okay. I'm That's sorry nice. I'm not grasping all the facts. They <laughs> tore that place apart. That is crazy. Okay. That is crazy. Good, crazy. Good recall. Hey, let me tell you one more story, and I know we're running out of time. I don't know. Uh, I was at a UVA game. I was at a UVA game, uh, right, with the family, right. There we go. I wasn't and, there. Was this your other family? Yeah, the other family. <laughs> the small group of Florida State people, and we're having a pretty good game. I mean, we're having a big game. We're kicking their ass. I swear. And then you get some drunk UVA guys who they were. Uh, I don't want to say they weren't UVA fans. Let's just say that, and they start going. Oh, that's when we had the uh, the stolen sneakers or the free sneakers. Yeah, yeah, FSC, yeah free and sneakers. And they're going yeah, like, yeah. yeah, how's that? Criminalistics, criminals, and all this other shit, you know. And all I did, all I did, this was coming from behind me. All I did, I swear, <laughs> all I did, I'd go like this. I'd point up to the scoreboard. It was like fifty to five, seven. <laughs> And, and 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 I just keep pointing up. I didn't say a word. If you want to infuriate people, don't say a word. Just point. And I got that's the scoreboard. And then I looked around. All these security guys were now around <laughs> me and the fam. Okay? And they said, it might be a good time since the game's almost over that we help you guys get <laughs> I said, I'll take that. I was, born, I was not born a fool. That's Who great. was that guy on the A team? Remember him with the cut? The, hey, Mr. T? No Mr. Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, I ain't no fool. Um, True Tony's, stories from the legacy old man. That's great. Tony uh, said, so it's just worse. TV announcers or the ACC refs. Um... Okay, see, this is where I have a problem with this ref thing. I really do. We cannot now, allow ref, a game to I come know, down to the refs. I know. I, that, that's true. Yeah. ACC refs are pretty bad. Announcers yeah, aren't going to go. Yeah. I think it's essential for us to beat the big-name teams on our schedule this year if we want to take the next step forward and keep all of these five stars from the FCC. I agree. Yeah. No, Char, you're, you're totally on point there. Totally know, on point there. Yeah, I know what those games are. And those Chad. Let's see. Sorry, Open. Yeah, yeah those, those include the in-state games. Even if they're having crappy seasons, you got to beat them. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate you coming by. Definitely hit that like oh, button. Oh, hit that. Yeah. Chad, you're the man. Chad, you're the man. <laughs> Tell everybody, it. hit that like button because it helps helps us do a little bit better. We appreciate it. Yeah, uh, William, it's going to be huge for our, our line Is and our linebackers to work Is in. Was he the spy? Was he the spy last year? I can't. I feel like he was in parts of it last year, but they – Brought some outside pressure. It, they it's, could even they could even bring in a D back to do that if they had a good it, one who's a good tackler. We just gotta get interior. We gotta get interior pressure and force them out and let yeah. the edges let let the edges do what they could do. Um, Charles says a two loss ACC, ACC team should probably make the big, uh, twelve team playoff right. And yeah. ne- next next no year, way. 
Yeah, not this year. Oh, oh not this year. Uh, no, no I, it doesn't expand till 12 teams for yeah, till yeah. next year. And yeah. we'll, hopefully we'll be gone. But a two-loss two ACC team would not make that, in my opinion. I don't think so. Uh, I, uh, unless it was like, unless they had a loaded at uh, a conference schedule. Well, if you lost to Notre Dame and LSU by a yeah. point each, and and and, and the, yeah, that's gonna be. But that, and that's what we talked about. It's like on, it depends on the losses and the committee. What's the committee gonna where you play? And the committee, how are they gonna choose? You know, you would have to blow out everyone else on your schedule. And what's the committee gonna weigh versus? And like yeah. that's why I hate this kind of committee. Well, Nonsense, how but else are you going to do it? I'm just saying. B. Rice has got to give Coburn some credit, too. What he did with the budget during the pandemic, not hesitating to pull the plug on Taggart tenure before many damage is done. It's hugely impactful. I agree. No, that, I agree. that's another huge point. You, there, you, are a lot of invisible, there are a lot of invisible people that are, are, are leading this university, doing a lot of hard work, and also on these sports programs to make this elite that is the only goal is to be elite and to be excellent in what we do academically and in sports and that's the way it should be and, and b riley you're totally right that that football culture had turned rotten essentially like there weren't leaders they weren't fighting for each other it had turned sour and for so and, and to your point for for someone to pull a plug on a coach that early with that type of exit fee, you know, that early termination fee is not easy, especially for the, you know, for university, it wasn't flush with cash. But to do it like that, you, you're right. You have to give him credit for making that move, yeah. then, then finding the right coach to build it back up during the pandemic, like you said, which we, we forget that. Like Mike Norvell had to recruit and build his first that. class during the pandemic. And there were other cultural, social issues he had to work through. It, it just, well. it just in a the, tough in the country. Well, yeah. not the, just not the country, just no, in, but in the locker room. of issues. Yeah, yeah. It was just a, a tough time for the country, and just right. recruiting everything. It, it was just tough. And so remember what yeah. coach, what coach Taggart used to say a lot: "Do something." Well, we do, did. We do, fired. <laughs> do something. We did something. And then he got fired. fired from FAU. And then, yeah, yeah. I. I it's, it's just. He seems like a good guy. He's just, oh, I he just, seems like a nice guy. I just don't know but if he's a good... This isn't a nice guy business anymore. But once again, I think he's one of those guys who's a better assistant coach than a head coach. I don't know if he's... Some guys shouldn't head coach. It's a tough job. Yeah, but Some guys are better that. recruiting. When Some guys are better... Rec- I don't want that. I wouldn't well, ever when you're want a coach, And you're a coach... You want to be that. You really do. do. A lot of guys. Do. A lot of guys. I don't say. I don't think all of them do. Like Mickey Andrews. He maybe he didn't want that. Maybe he wanted to be that he coordinator. Didn't want that. He wanted to stay in Tallahassee. Exactly. To work with Bobby. Exactly. But you know how many coaches will do what Bobby Bowden does and stay here thirty some years? Uh, not, 30, not, not nowadays. Not nowadays. They're not going to do it. No, and no. that's part of the problem. Which and, and we gotta. This thing is going marathon. But look at these Clemson but, assistants okay. who have left. They're finding it's not as nice but when listen, you leave. You know. Here's one of the key points on this on the importance of being in one of the two mega conferences. If not, you are now a stepping stone program for players and or coaches to constantly come and go. You're right. You're right. Period. You're right. And that's it. Because the money they can offer them, you can't match it. And when you can't, they're gone. So you have finally Florida State has woken up and said, we we got to get out of this. Well, whatever it takes, if if our legs in the bear trap, 
and we got to saw off our leg, then that's what we got to do. Because you're right. Because an assistant like Atkins may even just take a lateral position at some Big Ten program because oh, of the money. Just because oh, of the money. Absolutely. And you went, These you guys went, worked their yeah. butts off. And, they yeah, worked their yeah. butts you're, off. You're totally right. Tony, free shoe you, damn Spurrier. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's two guys, Tony, that I don't like. Spurrier, because before every game when we played him, he was already working the rest. <laughs> the week before. Like, you know, they, they hit hard and dirt late. They're always late. But he was smart that way. He was smart till he got to the Washington Redskins. They got rid of him in a couple of years. He, he thought he could just coach seven hours a day. Uh, and the other guy is Dabo. I'm not a big Dabo guy. I, I'm not Because he's a bragger. Mike Norvell's not like that. No. He's not. No, like he's that. he's not he's like, not like that. that. Tackerly even, <laughs> yeah. even survived FAU. Well, yeah, he yeah. tried to make his son the quarterback. It, it now we're going to see how that works with Coach Prime and his son as quarterback. I but his his son I think actually has more you know talent what, than Willie Taggart. You know what Prime but. said? He said today in the stuff I saw. He goes, "Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. If we can keep him standing." <laughs> which which uh, I thought was oh, that's uh, oh. <laughs> B. Riley says athletic coaching is probably the most vile, uh, visible example of the Peter principle. That's I don't. What's the Peter principle? That's I, I honestly you, you reach, I don't even know. You what that get is. to your height in terms of career. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's uh. Yeah. And once you reach your height, you'll fail <laughs> if you go above that. Let's be the old Peter Principle. Tennessee is most okay. All right, I'm just looking it up because I, I I learned something new. Yeah, I. No, it's just interesting. Like you said, most well, people. Well, it's like you're saying you don't want to be a CEO of a company. Well, because I don't. I well, I haven't done any CEO, but like I know I don't like managing people. I want to be part of a team. An expert. I want, yeah, exactly. I I know that, and I but I want to be compensated yeah. for the knowledge There's and the expertise I have. You know, There's nothing wrong. And there are coaches who want to just be part of the team. They don't want the visibility and exactly. the headaches. I don't. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. In management today, especially, it is so tough. It is yeah. so tough. Yeah. For any managers out there, I get oh. it. I've been there. Old man doesn't like that. With the <laughs> That is true. Thank you. No, Thank you for pointing that no, out. No, no, Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to not like you. Uh, promoting someone beyond competence. Yeah, that is, um, that may. Mm, well, that you know is. what? Look, wait a minute. Let's say that. Who's yes. That. Who, who's incompetent? The people promoting them or the person themselves? The person himself can't get the next job up. They have to be taken up by somebody. Or apply for it. Somebody has to hire you. Well, you still have to interview. They still have to evaluate you. But they think they're ready for that, right? And they apply for it. Okay, well, you don't have to accept the guy. Oh, no, it's it's full on both sides. I agree with you. It's full on both sides. But that that is... But I agree with B. Riley. Now that I understand that, athletic... Yeah, Athletics is the perfect example of that. People being promoted beyond their competence. I, I totally agree with you. That is right. that is interesting. I feel as long as we are in the ACC, as soon as we are good enough, to, the SEC or Big Ten will always poach our coaches from us. They'll be back to square one again. And that's Char, and that's why we have to be one of those top two. That's so that we can poach. You're right, Char. It's and that's why we, we have to join so we can actually be on the same level, same revenue, pay accordingly for the right coaches, and so, like you said, they can't be poached. You're Before totally right. this all started with NIL and Portal and these mega conferences, there were always stepping stone schools. Yes. yes. Coaches came in. 
they were they they wanted to prove their metal, get their worth, get their resumes pumped up, and then they left because yep. they knew these teams weren't going to ever yep. win national championships. They weren't going to compete for that. Yep. All these coaches did that. Their head coaches, Memphis. Is Memphis going to win a national championship? No. Mike Norvell saw a situation that was in the toilet. Those are the jobs you want. Those are the jobs you want. Yep. Okay. Prime did the same thing. They're, they're in the toilet. You can't do much worse. You can only do as worse. Yeah. Yep. So these, but there's always been stepping stone programs in sports. Yeah, absolutely. All right, have a good one, B. Riley. Yep, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Yeah, Thank I, you. I, listen, I'm going to have to take a break or go change my diaper. I don't know. One <laughs> of the, I, I, I thought we were off the air. <laughs> Thank you all again for joining us tonight. If you haven't already, like the video, subscribe, share with a friend. We appreciate y'all's comments. It's been a great time. Great day for Knowles Nation for KJ Bowling Commitment. And we'll leave it at that. Join us next week. We'll have another live episode, most likely. If we don't, follow us on Twitter. We'll see you soon. Take care, Welcome everyone. Welcome to the family, KJ Bowling.